0: what's up guys it's one of those days i am just about to redo and retake everything that i just did because my record just deleted the whole podcast so hi my name is lika and you're listening to the sunday night society (laughs) saya saya. Okay, so no more intros and we will just jump right into our discussion. So for this episode, I thought of making a list of the 10 positive habits that really changed my life. I've picked this up over the course of years from different people, articles, books, and whatever. I also want to make sure that these are easy, practical, applicable, yet super transformative habits to share with you guys. So let me start off with this one. Number one habit is to make your bed every single day. I've actually heard about this from a Goalcast video and if you want to look that up, the title of that video is Make Your Bed Speech by the US Navy Army Admiral William McRaven and his first line was, if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. What he is trying to point at is that even how bad or frustrating our day will turn out, at least we can go home to a bed made. A bed you made. And this gives emphasis to the power of small wins just like what we talked about the previous episode it's important to celebrate our small progress come to think about this every time we do something wrong we failed a test or our boss got mad at us we get very sulky and we just feel like a total loser but when we are making a small progress like this term, you really know that you have tried extra hard for that exam and you passed or you have done everything that you have to do at work, on time, often don't even give ourselves a pat on the back. Eh wow, are you trying to say that we should always eat out or throw a party every time we pass the exam? I mean, not really, but if you want to, you should. Who's stopping you? You get the point, guys. Even studies show that every time we celebrate, endorphins are released in our bodies. And this very feeling is the same thing that reinforces our success. And people who often celebrate their small wins takes care of themselves better and are actually less stressed in life so again if you want to change the world start off by making your bed number two is to google everything i've only learned and applied this a couple of years ago we don't have to learn everything all at once. I've learned that school and education are two different things. And I firmly, firmly believe in this, that we should all be students of life. Never stop learning, even if it's just one Spanish word or just googling how many times does the moon revolve around the world. Just wonder and learn something new each day also, every time you converse with other people, we should never be ashamed of admitting that we are not well informed of a certain topic, like telling them, oh wait, I've never heard about it before, let me just google it for a while. I swear, it's better than pretending that you know it all. So yup, after this podcast, let google be your new best friend. Number three is to clean your space. Especially right now that we are working or studying at home, it's important that we keep our space, our desk, the whole sala if that's where you're working, or your bedroom clean. Because a clean space promotes a clear mind. And it's also hitting two birds in one stone because your mama will love you for that. The fourth habit is to outline your day. I always always try to do this every day and I know most of you guys are keeping planners and really scheduling the whole day and that's good. And it's just a reminder that we have to keep that habit. But if you're that kind of person who are just used to going with the flow and there are days that I do too, what I normally do, especially in days like I feel so pressured with the deadlines and workload. I try to keep a list and recite everything that I have to do for the whole day, the night before. And I'm repeating it again and again like a mantra until it sinks in. And it's either I write it down on my journal or keeping an audio journal in my voice memos. And it's fine if there are days that you can't really follow your schedule on the dot. It will be still super helpful if you have at least an outline of your day. If you want to write it down, then that's better than mark it or cross it out every time you accomplish something. Because that just makes a whole lot of difference. This next habit might sound a little bit weird, but this is really essential. Number five is to do nothing when you can. I have first learned this after encountering an article about boredom and the benefits of it. So there's a mom who is watching after her 7-year-old daughter. Then she saw her daughter just lying on her bed and staring blankly. Then the first thought that came to her mind was, "Mm, I think my daughter is bored. I should give her her iPad. Then when she was just about to give it to her, she realized, Actually, she is not bored. She is just deep in thought. Will you ask yourself, when was the last time you just stared blankly and let yourself be deep in thought? Overthinking is a whole lot different. What we mean by being deep in thought is by letting ourselves be away from all of those stressors. Because you know what? Our work, email, social media, those are all stressors. And even psychologists say, that being bored or staring blankly, looking at an apple, or washing the dishes and being deep in thought is actually beneficial for our own mental health. Let me move on. Number six is to stack up books. I've only started to buy real books when I was about to graduate from college. I was never a bookworm I, and I am still not a bookworm. But I love books. I love Actually, just love learning. And there is a famous quote from John Waters, and he says there collect books even if you don't plan on reading them right away. Nothing is more important than an unread library. And this really speaks to me. So, what I have actually done for almost two years now is making sure that I always have a book that I'm interested in, of course, to bring with me wherever I go. It is so whenever I get the chance. For example, I'm going to Manila and there's a whole two hours of riding the bus. I can just open that book and read. It really is my way of educating myself and not having an excuse not to. Remember folks, nothing is more important than an unread library. The next one goes hand in hand with my previous habit and number seven is to always bring a pen and a notebook, pad or journal wherever I go. Sometimes when I forget to bring a book at least I still have my pen and pad to write on so what I do whenever I have the chance or when I go to self-dates whenever I bring myself to the cinema or a coffee shop I just always have my pen and notebook with me so that i could write down whatever i'm feeling and it really helps me to uh, release my stress and frustrations and that way it helps me with my life number eight is to practice gratefulness to be honest guys it's so unfortunate that more and more people are becoming less grateful nowadays And that's true, it's hard to be grateful, especially when the circumstances are bad. But that is why we should practice gratefulness even with the smallest things. In my own experience, I tried practicing my gratefulness every time I get off the jeepney or the tricycle I was riding. Even after the store vendor give me the food that I ordered as in guys being grateful goes a long long way it's not about being pretentious it's about commanding your heart and soul that hey you having a running water and a food to eat each day is a blessing and we should all be grateful for that last two number nine is to create habits and not goals make it a habit to create habits goals can be too overwhelming too far-fetched and habits are small consistent steps and i know you've heard this quote before the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step and well we should try creating a balance of the two again we cannot just dream dreams then not put the work on it habits are powerful and this will be my last one our last habit is to keep in mind that self help is no help at all, self sacrifice is the way to go. And yes, to answer your question, I got it from a Bible verse. You can actually find it in Luke 9, verse 24, the message version. Self help is no help at all, self sacrifice is the way my way of finding yourself your true self it is basically the same with if you find your life you will lose it but if you lose your life you will find it even pablo picasso agrees the meaning of life is to find your gift the purpose of life is to give it away and i've come to realize that if i only live my life working my butt off to achieve this dream to get that house, to get that car, I will end up having it all and being empty inside because the best things in life are free. I am not saying that any of these things are bad or wrong, but what I mean is if that will be our sole purpose in life, then we will be set for a trap. That whole hamster wheel of success, fame, and money. So find your gift then give it away. That is the only way for us to find our true self. I hope that helps you. I hope you learn a thing or two. And again, guys, I am so grateful for your love and support for this podcast. Thank you, friends. You bring so much joy in my heart. So if you're just about to start today, I hope you have a blessed day. And if you are about to sleep, I wish you a peaceful sleep this is Lika and you're listening to the Sunday night society